welcome to episode 25 of the Pop Blast. I'm Cheryl. I'm Bobby. I'm Andrew. And we have another great show. We're going to talk about lots of Nintendo stuff. Yes, Mostly and... Nintendo stuff. Yeah, a lot of Nintendo stuff we didn't get to talk about on the last Heck episode. Heck of a lot of Nintendo stuff. So, basically, let's just jump right in. Nintendo Direct Super Mario Maker is coming to 3DS. Woo! With limited functionality. I don't know what that means, but they just said. Oh. <laughs> wah, wah. I wonder if it's... It can't be the online functionality, because that would be like a big piece of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Being able to share your levels and stuff like that, so... What do you think it is, then? Maybe it's the amount... You know what it probably is? The amount of sprites you can put on screen. There's probably a limitation hardware-wise for the 3DS, that. so there might be some limited stuff like that. Like, they won't let you put the same but they don't. You don't, wouldn't want to make it too simple. That's boring. Although, you know, I say that, but remember the Super Mario Brothers 2, basically the coin vomit game? <laughs> that had a lot of coin sprites on it, so it could handle a lot of sprites. I would call that more coin diarrhea, because it just kept coming <laughs> out. I know, like, I did. You got to the point, oh, I got enough lives, I don't need it anymore, and then it just kept coming. <laughs> yeah, that, that game... It all comes back to bodily functions. <laughs> it... <laughs> what a disappointment that game was, I don't know. I know that's not what we're talking about today, but that, that game was a big disappointment. Yeah. It was so easy to beat, and... After a while, collecting coins just became super boring. You're probably right about the sprites, though, or how they're going to limit it in some way. Yeah, something like that. Or maybe they're going to limit... Because, like, I know... What is it? Super Mario Maker has had a ton of new characters come out that you can use. Maybe they're limiting the functionality there. Like I, limiting the number of characters? Well, what they did was they... If you use the Amiibos, you can scan in characters like Rosalina and... You can mm -hmm. use all these characters. Maybe they're going to limit the ones that you can use. But that doesn't make sense either, because the... The 3DS has the ability to scan in Amiibos. So they never specified? It's the ability to upload courses online. Oh, so you're not going to be able to upload courses? Yeah, you have to share between two Nintendo 3DSs. You can't just upload them online. That's a huge, huge m mistake there. Wow. All right, so I know what game I will not be buying for my 3DS. Well, so that cuts the interaction part yeah. of it. Because that's the whole purpose, is yeah, you're supposed to be able to share your courses. Well, you still can, you just can't do it online. Well, yeah, but... Person to person. But, I mean, that's what it, the Super like, Super Mario Maker had, the course thing where you could download them and play other people's courses. Yeah. Like, that gives you more games to play, essentially. Uh, basically, on a daily basis, I interact with one or two other people that have a 3DS, and so I would have to hope they buy this game also in order to share courses with them. No, that that's... I hope that's uh, patched to where they have online. Otherwise, that's not a that's not a smart move. There's so many people with the 3DS, and they would buy this game. Like I didn't buy it for the Wii U because I have so many other games to Maybe play. Maybe they'll delay their release in order to accommodate for that functionality. Nope. I don't know. That just seems like a, that's a really disappointing feature. Aww. Hmm. Interesting. Because I mean. If they can make Metroid... Bobby is very offended. If they can make Metroid Federation Force play online, why the heck can't they make this thing play online? Servers? I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. Nintendo. A couple steps forward, and then a couple steps back. That's Nintendo's MO. They always do something like that. What about Nintendo Direct Yoshi's Woolly World that's coming also for 3DS? Well, this is exciting to me, because... That's I'd... the one where he looks like yarn. Yep. I hate that aesthetic. What? Oh... What? You don't like that? I just don't like the look. 
Oh man, I like it. I I liked it. But when... you never had anybody in your family that like crocheted. I'm not understanding and... how somebody crocheting could make you not like Yoshi game. They force blankets on you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the blankets. That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, family member. In case you're listening to this podcast, I love you. But there's also this one. There's a special edition one that comes with a an amiibo of the Poochie character from it, and it looks oh. like that's going to be the only way you get the Poochie character. The only way you get the yarn. It's a, is it a yarn one like they did the other? Yes. Yoshi's? Oh, so you have to. Oh, in order to get that amiibo character, you have to buy the game. I think so. Oh, okay. So that's what ten extra dollars then, probably. Like they've the standard thing then. I imagine so. I don't. I didn't see a price tag here, but so then that just makes sense. I mean, if you're going to get so the you're game, you're both interested in this game. I'm interested in this. I mean, I didn't. I was interested when it came out for the Wii U. I did not purchase it for the Wii U because, again, because I the, thought it was ugly. No, no, no it's not because he <laughs> thought it was ugly. It's just that he would have ran out and bought it if he would have known that. There's just two. I mean, I have so many games on my Wii U right now that are not getting the love and attention they deserve. And to be quite honest platformers are more fun on my 3ds anyways i'm hoping to get it so that i can cleanse my 3ds's palette of that awful yoshi's new island that game was that was a bigger disappointment than um, super mario brothers 2 oh yeah you know i've heard really bad things about yoshi's new island so did, did you finally get it and play it i it was one of the free games from club nintendo and i was like you know this is probably gonna be a pretty good game usually i like to have physical copies of games but like this i was like i'm glad it's digital so that i don't have to look at a physical box on the shelf and and be wow, angry about that, it <laughs> that bad huh it's pretty it's like it's it's geared towards younger kids definitely it's like if you thought super mario brothers 2 was easy like this game is super easy and slow i also feel like the levels feel really slow you know that's really disappointing to hear because if you think about the yoshi island series and where it started like it started I know you love yoshi's island oh i love it because i mean i had that on the super nintendo when it first came out and even though it had a more kiddie aesthetic mm -hmm. it was always to me a little bit more complicated of a gameplay style and i enjoyed that challenge of like, if you wanted to 100% the game, there was a lot of things you had to do. I mean, there are things to 100% the game that, that do present a challenge, but it, it to me, it just does not feel worth it. Like it's, yeah, it's like, I mean, so then that's kind of like my feelings with the new Star Fox. Like I liked Star, I liked playing it, but there was nothing that made me feel like I'm, I want to get every single gold medal like I did on Star Fox 64. I mean, you at least liked playing it. Like okay, was... so you didn't even like you didn't even like playing uh, this then. Okay, like, all right, so that it, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it's when, when a free game that I've never played before. Like I, I also the other free game that I got was the Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, which I had played the Wii version of that, and I enjoyed that a lot. And then when I got it on the 3DS, I was like, this is still enjoyable, even though I've already played this game. But like with this, is like this is a new experience, and I'm not liking it. This okay. All right, well, then I'll make sure to stay... Because I was I was honestly... You, you remember a while ago when we got Sticker Star, Paper Mario Sticker Star, for like $9 at GameStop? Yes. I, I was going to hope that if I... You know, one day that that game would end up being like $9, and I would just pick it up. Nah, skip it. <laughs> it's so... Even at $9, it's skip. Okay. I would say right, skip I'll, it. Yeah. It, okay. Your life will be better without it. All right. That's, that's definitely a... Uh, that's a non-endorsement. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge non-endorsement there. So I'll make sure to stay clear away from that game. But um, uh, 
back to this this game looks good and that's from what i hear it's it's actually pretty good so yeah no it was one of the ones that i really was disappointed i never got with the wii u because i really did like the aesthetic of it like how it looks and i mean from the hd graphics like it's just for whatever reason it was one i missed and then i just you know there, there's so many games i, I do now. feel like i agree this one will be better on the 3ds like even if the, though the graphics are definitely gonna get scaled down quite a bit i feel like on the 3ds this one's gonna feel more at home I think so. I feel like that's, you know, this is more of a game that's worth playing, you know, because it's it's going to be level based. So it's something that you can just open up, make play a level real quick, you know, and then move on to the next thing. Yeah. But, you know, one of the biggest things that I liked about this Nintendo Direct was obviously getting new games for the 3DS. But it showed me that, hey, there's still life behind the 3DS because I I was starting to get to the point where I felt like, oh, there there's no more life left now yeah it almost seemed like they're abandoning it it's like uh we're I mean, we're getting a new pokemon everybody knew about that but as far as anything else goes i i did feel the same way that because federation force didn't really feel like it was a strong like yeah we still care about this system i remember that you actually bobby you got pretty kind of upset when that club nintendo stuff stopped you know you you weren't able to have your points and get all that cool stuff anymore yeah I mean, I was pretty disappointed when that ended. Have we even gotten the American version of it yet? Oh, the new thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's the the thing that's attached to Mitomo. Oh, that's what it is? Okay, well... Yeah, the gold so coins not, and stuff, so you... Uh, I'm not doing anything with that, then, okay. <laughs> Mitomo, Mitomo was fun for, like, a small time, and then it, it was done. Well, once your friends quit getting on it, it it's pointless. Like, there's nothing yeah. else to do. Did you stop playing it eventually? I mean, I play it every now and then to get the the costume things in hopes that it's going to transfer over to something else. Right. But I still get the notifications. Yeah. It, that's what what happened. Like, pay attention to me. Well, what happened was the only two people I was talking to is Cheryl and Andrew and I mean, <laughs> there's other ways to talk to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, like there was people that I used to talk to on there too or but there's like no direct talk talking on it. It's just commenting on things. But, I mean, it was fun for a little while, and then it was just, like, people quit showing up, and it's like, this this isn't a party anymore. There's a new line of Legend of Zelda Amiibos that were announced, and they are basically the 30th anniversary editions, right? So they're, they're coming out with 8-Bit Link, who looks a little... I don't. We'll, we we'll, about we'll get that. back to that. Guy. We'll we'll, okay. we'll get back to it. We'll talk about it. Eight-bit Link, Legend of Zelda Link from Ocarina of Time, Toon Link, and of course Zelda herself from the Wind Waker games, the Toon Link and the Zelda. I don't know if you guys plan on purchasing any of these or if you're going to collect all of them or. I plan on getting the Toon Link. Two pack that has the Zelda and Toon Link in it. Oh, so we're selling that as a two pack. Yeah, and that makes sense, kind of. Yeah. Well, I it, it is nice because Nintendo does keep stocking Zeldas for some reason. Because <laughs> when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I would just get Zelda. So it makes sense that they're packing Toon Link because because we already have a Toon Link. We got a Toon Link with yeah. the Smash Brothers. Right. So that's why they're double packaging those. That makes sense. And definitely getting the the Link playing the Ocarina. The the 
Sprite one, I it's probably just going to be an OCD thing where I, I'm going to feel like I need to get all of them just because I'm getting the other three. But the Sprite one, I feel like... Jack's, you kind of feel like you already have them. Yeah, Jack Specific already did it way better. So Nintendo, you kind of you kind of dropped the ball on this one. We'll just talk about the obvious... The reason they did it better? Yeah, the, the big thing is, is... The big thing. The big, big thing is... <laughs> what is with this nose? This big nose. So when we're at Dragon Con, Andrew says, have you seen that 8-bit link? And I was like, well, I, I'm, I heard about it. I haven't actually gone and looked at a picture yet. And he's like, and I think we stopped right there. And you're like, no, no, you need to pull up the picture of it. And so I pull it up on my phone. And he's like, you see the nose? And I was like, oh, my God, why did they make a nose? Yeah, it's like an owl beak. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, the weird thing, too, it comes, like, directly from his hair. Well, yeah, he has a bump in his hair, too. And then he has his nose. Like, and now, granted, they're converting the 8-bit to 3D. So it would make sense that he has a nose because things have a nose. Just like Andrew mentioned, there is already an 8-bit 3D link that was made by the other company. Right. Well, they didn't, they didn't try to make him a nose. Yeah, they didn't try to make that one 3D. They really just made it flat across. This is like, uh-huh. I yeah. thought he does have three dimensions. No, it kind of does. I like they're not not to the extent that this one is. But yeah, like the the issue is that they didn't. Like, they should have just done the the profile if they're going to do a nose because there's the profile of Link and he could be swinging the sword. That would be completely different from the Jack specific figure. That's what they should have done. And it had, because like in his profile, he does have a nose. So I see why they would consider making a nose, but I feel like there should have been at some point in the process, somebody should have been like, that's ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's not aesthetically pleasing, like the way they did it. It, But at least he comes with the Bible. No, that's his shield. (laughs) (laughs) It does look like the Bible. To, to her point, though, at least they kept the cross there because I remember one of my friends that was a huge Zelda fan when Hot Topic first started releasing their Zelda shirts removed the cross from all the classic Zelda pictures. Did they really? Yeah. That was like a controversial thing? I don't know if it was brought up as a controversial thing, but like he was upset because he was a Zelda fan. He's been playing it since he's a small child and he's in his 20s. And it's just like they're removing pieces from it because... I don't know if they don't want to offend somebody or what, but it's not. Well, that's that's really strange because if you know anything about the early history of The Legend of Zelda, it had a lot of religious um, symbolism in the very beginning of the game. I mean, like, a lot of that's gone now that it's created its own mythology, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of that stuff in early Zelda concept things. Well, because back then, that's that's like one of the only things that you had to pull reference from. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people forget that these days, but yeah, that's... Well, it's like early art. Yeah. Same, same thing, really. Yeah, like that's the reason why he has a cross on there is because it comes from early, like, they took... Like an early time period, time yeah. frame. Well, they right? just, they took things from, like, Christendom and, and put it in there. Yeah, but I mean, isn't he supposed to be sort of, mi- like, medieval? Like... Yeah, it's supposed to be medieval, but they actually specifically took things, like, they, they tried to draw parallels to some things with Christianity is when they were making the story. So it could look like he was holding a Bible. So, And I mean, I, I don't know if it's directly Christianity, but it definitely has some religious things. Like when I start looking into the early... Maybe someone who was designing this 8-bit link didn't like the Bible and decided to give him this ugly nose. No, I, think it, I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think it has to do with... Screw you, 
Bible? <laughs> they, I think it has to do with the fact Big that nose. they wanted to give the nose like Andrew said, but it just looks really stupid. It looks really stupid. Is that also his normal like eye color that they it is. gave him? An Th- that, bit, like? That's his eyes. It's not. Okay. That's his eyebrows, I believe. Is what it's supposed to be. His the, the his green? eyes are the brown. Let me bring up the picture. I haven't looked at this picture. His eyebrows are green. I think his. He's eyebrows... wearing eyeshadow. <laughs> he can wear eyeshadow. He's an elf. I don't see what you're talking about. Because well, the... in his eye area, he there is like a block of green and then a block of brown right beneath it. Yeah, the brown is his eyes. Yes. And the... so, what is the green? The green is his eyebrows. No, I'm pretty sure the green is his iris, and then the the brown is his pupil. Because they had limited colors to use. Oh! So he has green eyes. See, that's weird because it makes me... That makes his eyes really strange for me. If that, if I... But you're probably right. The green is probably his eyes, not his eyebrows. That makes more sense. <laughs> Especially since his hair is brown. It makes a lot more sense that they wouldn't be green. like, no, he's got green eyebrows. I don't know. I always thought of him as green. That's just what I looked at. <laughs> he's a 2D pixelated person. I can think what I want. Okay, so we have a lot of thoughts on 8-Bit Link, but the other three amiibos actually look pretty darn cool. And and the Toon Links, the Toon Link and Toon Zelda from The Wind Waker, they actually, they look kind of more like the amiibos that were, no, more like the Disney Infinity stuff. The way that they're done to me. Well, I mean, Win- Wind Waker always has had a stylized version. It, mm-hmm. I, I, I can only see Wind Waker in it, or as what I start to call the 3DS Link now. <laughs> the DS Link, because all the DS Link games use the Toon Link. Well, yeah. yeah, they're more cartoony. They're more, like, kid-style, kid-friendly. Yeah, they're fun. I, I really like that Zelda. The Zelda, they did a really good job on. And the Toon Link's great, too. Do you I like mean. that pose for the Toon Link better than the um the other one that we got? No, I like the Smash Brothers one better. Yeah? Yeah, I, I like with the sword What about feel. you, Andrew? Yeah, I like the Smash Brothers one better, but like I, I don't know, I still like this pose. I like it fits. It's like it's it. He's waking in the wind. Yeah, I mean, I like that they actually showed movement in both of the figures. Like, there's wind in Zelda's hair, mm-hmm. and there's wind in his cap and his hair for Link. Oh, I, well, I like even it. in their fabric, right? Both of them. You look at her dress, and you'll get his yeah tunic. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I like when they show motion in something that's just standing there. So that that's nice. We'll just put it this way: neither one is Luigi. Oh, <laughs> oh that Luigi that was like planking or whatever. Yeah. Oh gosh, that one was really bad. I don't understand why they had to make that his trophy pose to begin with. Like, I get it; it's funny, but it why can't that just be one of the extra ones you collect, not not the main trophy pose? Yeah, that's another. It, it was a weird pose. I, I I'm a Luigi fan, and I never bought that one specifically because his pose was so stupid. Even though the sculpt was really good, like, sculpt was fantastic. Just I couldn't get down with that that stupid pose. But the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time one, that one is really cool too. And I know we're probably looking at the like prototype one, so everything looks pristine on them. Whether when they go to production, you know, you're going to see some like changes probably, but it looks like. They are keeping with the quality that they've done, you know, with the newer Amiibos that they released. At least for the, uh... this will be better than the one we got for the original Link. Yes, it will. This is this one is better than the Smash yes, Brothers. Yes, you mean P. No, P. Stan. <laughs> P. Stan. <laughs> yes, I remember talking about that one. That's another awkward thing. So they haven't always gotten it right. Well, like the early ones, they didn't expect them to take off. They didn't expect them to actually do that well. So they... They 
cheaped them down quite a bit in the for earlier ones. It is nice that all of these links that we're getting with this 30th, 30th anniversary series are all standing on their own two feet. They do not need a, any stands. Any stands. They don't um, need to rely on the pressure of their pee to stand. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and I like, you know, the same thing, though, what they're doing with this is his fabric. There, there actually looks to be like folds and it, mm -hmm. it, it just it, there's a certain softness to this clearly plastic figurine. So I like it. I'm not really sure what more this Ocarina of Time link will bring to games. You know, I, I question that. Oh, yeah. like Because there's already, you know, what else more can they have them do? But it'll be interesting. I'm definitely for it. You know, but as a one side note, and so, you know, Nintendo, if you're listening, you have this game called Link Between Worlds. And you've got a lot of cool stuff uh, there. I know where this is going. Can you give us a Hilda, Nudo? <laughs> I mean, can we just can we just have it? Bobby I mean, like, is going to s send around an internet petition for a Hilda. Seriously, like, can we just get a Hilda amiibo? Like, why do you why do you hate that game? That game was so good. It opened up so many doors, and you're like, nah. Yeah, right? Why why do you, why do you think, Andrew, that they may not have made a Hilda amiibo yet? Uh, just because she hasn't appeared in another game yet. Yeah, do they not? Do they not like that game? No, are they, I mean, I are they not happy with how that game? I did? could have sworn that it done it, it, that game did so well that that's kind of the whole reason why they used its assets for the for Triforce Heroes. Yeah, yeah, the game that didn't do as well. Maybe they will. Maybe Hilda is in. You know, we, we still future. have. Like I thought for sure we would get her in Hyrule Warriors, and we still haven't gotten her there yet either. Like, and we've gotten so many people in Hyrule Warriors, like to the point where you can't complain about what you've gotten in Hyrule Warriors. But I still. Would like to see. Maybe she'll be in the future. Until then, you at least have Hilda, can, Hilda can, cosplayers that you can be yes. like, Hilda, can I get a photo? Yeah, exactly. Do we want to talk a little bit about the Mega Man board game? We all, as you know from the previous podcast, we had a chance to all meet up at Dragon Con this year, which was a lot of fun. And one of the things that we got to do was play our Mega Man board game that we haven't really had a chance to since we all, you know, live in a different area now. We didn't get a chance to include all of the extra figures that come along with the expansion pack. No, we didn't do it. We didn't play with the, the Time Man and Oil Man expansion pack. Mm -hmm. But we did get to at least start the game and kind of get familiar with how it's played. So maybe we could talk about that a little bit. Give it a short review. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to give some background to it, basically... Andrew and I both kickstarted this game way back when it was. Mm -hmm. and, like 2013. Yeah, and we were so excited to kickstart it. And then we ended up not working at the same place anymore and moving away. And so when the game finally <laughs> got delivered, it sat at my house, I know, completely unopened until Dragon Con. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so... You meaning know, to play it. Meaning to play it, <laughs> wanting to have played it, but just never having a chance to. So I opened my box and got the figures out, was super excited about it, and then never played it. Like, even though my current roommate, I've only lived here for a month, though, but he's really into board games, and I'm kind of surprised we haven't broken that out yet. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like a game that needs to be broken out. So, so Dragon Gone gave us a chance yes. to have six players. We I played, think we played si yeah, six, six players. people. And we opened Bobby's freshly wrapped game. There, Dragon Con. And, and to, you know, to the credit of the game, a lot of people would stop by and say, what, you know, like, what game is this? This is a Mega Man game? And they yep. didn't even know about it. And uh, some people even wanted to, like, watch us play and 
Yeah, that was pretty cool, too, having people watch us play. And then we also had a girl that was very upset that we decided to play this game not in the designated board game area. Uh, she yes. was very we, upset about this. Yeah, It was upsetting to we, her. We, we found a small, we took like a small back area of the, the main hotel. You know, out of the way of everyone. Out of, out of the way. And before things even got really right, busy. Right, There was nothing going on at this time. Nobody was really even, I'm, there was traffic, but nowhere near as much traffic as there normally is. Yeah. And and we were in a small little square, you know, and we, we played it right there. So we, we were completely out of the way to the point where we actually had somebody from Dragon Con come and film us playing because he said, oh, I want to get you guys because there hasn't been that many people playing board games this year because that's where i got the idea from the previous year when we were at dragon we con i that. saw people mm-hmm. playing board games and card games and i was like oh okay so this is something you can do oh i don't even i don't even remember that so yeah like what you don't know is that yet that girl that she made it her job to go around policing everyone and that's why we didn't see as many games this year. <laughs> <laughs> there we go now it all she makes was sense. hard at work <laughs> telling people that they are wrong for she was just Dude. mad, but we didn't invite her to play. That's it. We should have just we should have just handed out an invitation. But uh, another thing that happened while we were doing this is somebody walked by and was like Yahtzee, and then walked away and said, "Oh no, Space Ghost ruined our game." It was the guy that did the voice of Space Ghost. Yeah, yes. that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. But I didn't even realize it until he had walked no, away. No, until he so said he the voice of Space Ghost. I was just like, huh. Because I think that happened after we had already been yelled at by the lady. Yes. Or so I was kind of like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's just another, yeah, jaded, oh, just another jokester. But then when I, when I saw his face and I was like, oh my goodness, that's the space ghost yeah, voice. George like, Lowe. Oh. George Lowe. Yeah. I was like, we should have gotten a picture or something. Well, but. like I was trying because he did more voices for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and I think. One of the characters was Robot Chicken, not Robot Chicken, Rocket Chicken, I think. And I, I wanted to yell something like, can it be Rocket Chicken instead? Because it's the exact same voice, but <laughs> that would have been funny. So, yeah, that that was a cool experience. But so to the Mega Man experience, we learned that the instructions were a little challenging initially. The instructions are really poor for this game. If you're going to play the game. My suggestion is set up the entire board game because that that's actually really cool. When you set it up, it's actually really cool looking because the board game itself is cool. The pieces, the mini- miniature figures, the those pieces are cool. make the game really, really interesting. Yeah, they, having those characters is fun. It is that that is a lot of fun. You know, the the one missing piece that I would have lo- loved because it was a backer reward, but I would have loved to have seen it be a thing that everybody got is. I would have liked minions instead of the minion cards. And, and we'll talk more about the rules of the game and stuff and how it's played. But I would have really liked minion card or minions, actual plastic figures for them, because I think it would have just it would have made a little bit more just because everything's so dynamic with the bosses and Dr. Wily. And it makes sense. It, yeah, it like also I, would like it would just made it feel more like you're actually fighting the minions instead of the cards. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I really would have liked part better. But definitely first thing to do, set up the board game, set up all the pieces, put all your trophies out because you're going to be really excited that you've done that. And then the next thing is, is do the non-exciting thing, which is read these instructions, which are out of order. They're not really linear in the way they describe certain things, and they're very confusing. Well, we had Robert, and he was yes, graciously we, deciphering what the heck. I pretty much handed doing. the instructions to him and said, "Here, read these," and he did. 
well, I, I feel like the, the rules boil down to you you have one person that goes as Mega Man and everybody else gets a turn to play as Dr. Wily while that person's playing as Mega Man. And you go in a clock clockwise fashion and you follow the rules that are on the card and the numbers that are on the cards that's like the simplistic version of the rules from what i gathered yes and and that seems about right and and one of those numbers are threat and you get to you basically have to complete challenges to move forward and like well, you have action points right isn't that what they're you, called? you have action you have action points to use points. on cards to put down actions that help you and then the dr wiley people have the same amount of action points but they use it as a group team and that and that's kind of the part where it gets a little confusing like my suggestion is if you are when you are sitting down to play the game for the first time is do your first round as a gimme round like just have everybody play it and take turns because it more of the the rules are going to you know they're, they're going to make more sense as you play it together and so i think that's the way to handle it I, I mean i would go all the way until somebody actually gets to fight a boss and actually beat the boss is how i would do it and then kind of start all over again the one thing that i will give say that's really positive is it plays like i would imagine a board game version of mega man to play like yeah it does i think it, they definitely nailed that they they nailed that part it definitely plays like how you originally remember playing the Mega Man stages. I think they were going to try to make a Street Fighter one next. I'm not sure if that ever went oh, through. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I did hear I did hear about that. Did they kickstart that? Uh, I'm not sure. I can look that up. Because I thought they were just making it. Like I, did, I remember getting an announcement from Jasco Games, you know, because I got tons of emails from them when I was a backer, that they were doing a Street Fighter version, which is really exciting, especially if they do the same quality of miniatures that they do because they did a pretty good job for these you know little two inch figures that definitely would be cool if they did make one but speaking of figures i know you've gotten a few x-men legends figures recently in particular you've gotten the rogue right the 90s style rogue and and then phoenix well we're reviewing basically the x-men legends wave of hasbro figures in hand right now, I have Phoenix, Rogue, and I haven't opened it yet because Cheryl's made me feel bad for not to try to open it, is my Deadpool. And the, what are the ones you have in hand, Andrew? I have Kitty Pride, Phoenix, Rogue, Cable. Okay, so the ones that we're missing are Wolverine and Iceman. Oh, you have Havoc? Oh, no, I don't have a Havoc either. We okay. forgot about Havoc. But see, everyone forgets about Havoc. Yeah, that's why that's <laughs> the only one that I can find right now. Yeah, and so we wanted to review these on the on the podcast because this entire wave of figures you know there's there's better figures than others but honestly hasbro really knocked it out of the park with these figures yeah these are by my, by far my favorite i was actually considering not buying any more marvel legends figures until these came out like they're that good i don't like the buck or the body for phoenix or her face or her hair i basically don't like the phoenix yeah, cheryl doesn't like the phoenix I feel like her eyes are a little off-centered, like they're a little cockeyed, but that's about it. Yeah, they're, they have a slight... Though I think the reason why Cheryl gets bothered the most by the phoenix Her is, head is too far forward. Well, that's because be, of that is hair. because of her hair, unfortunately. But um, how are they able to... See, if you look at the rogue, they're able to have her have her hair, but and I, she doesn't have her head too far forward. Again, we'll, we'll talk about phoenix first. I think the reason why her head feels like it's forward is because of the sh like the way that they have her eyes looking. The one thing that drives me the most nuts is the way they painted 
some sideburn of her, hair. Yeah, some of her hair. It's because they needed to do it, but some of her hair is on her head. That's because they and, put her hair on as a separate piece. Well, they always do. Do they? Yeah. That, that's the only piece that bugs me. Otherwise, I love the Phoenix figure. I think it's actually a really good figure. It's a better figure than what... Because originally they were going to come out with the Phoenix back when they came out with uh, Jean Grey when they originally were re-releasing the Legends figures. And I really like this figure. I don't like the sideburn thing. I wish it was all a part of her hair. I don't know why they decided to do that, but it, also, it doesn't bother me that much. I don't like the dark lipstick. I think that was a really weird... Oh, to try to ma- match... Because they're matching her lipstick to her hair. Kind of. Yeah, that that might it might have been better to, to oh. go with a red lip. Just do a regular lip color. Yeah, I do feel like the lipstick is more of a dark phoenix feel than the normal phoenix. But this is not my favorite body style for the female figures. Isn't this, a, this is the same style they use for silk? Is it? Yeah, this is their thin body. I mean, they're all thin, but I mean like the legs, the smaller legs. Like Rogue has a little bit more meat to her legs. Which makes oh. sense because Rogue is a little bit more, you know, you, when you think of Rogue, you think of somebody that's really strong. What, what, do you, what do you think about the Phoenix figure, Andrew? Maybe I just don't like it on her. I mean, I didn't notice the thing about the head because I didn't look at her from the profile. But yeah, the head is a little, it, it feels like the neck goes in the wrong place and she has like a large cranium in the back. But I, I, don't, I don't have any really complaints because the way I normally look at it, I don't see it from the side. And I think the body type is nice. Yeah, I think that's the intention is to look at it straight on. Yeah. Like when you look at it straight on, it doesn't bother you so much. You don't even notice the sideburn thing. No, you don't notice the sideburn thing. And that's that's the intention of the figure. But the thing that makes her... me really happy is the paint job of her Phoenix symbol. Oh, like, that is done pretty good. They did that really great. The sash is a little troublesome because you can't really... The sashes on these are always bad, unfortunately. You can't really... It never set it up it, correctly. It never, it. Her. Yeah. yeah, it never stays down. But I mean, as far as where they are with their female figures, like this is this is a still a pretty good figure. Now, it doesn't come anywhere near this rogue one. The rogue figure. The rogue is, is everything. Everything right. Yeah, everything you could do right with a figure has been done in this rogue. I agree. That's de- it's by far my favorite out of all of them. Even the painted X. On her jacket. On her jacket. They're like perfectly painted. Like you normally don't ever get that great of a paint job uh, on these figures. But to see that, I'm like, wow, that is fantastic. Well, on what's supposed to be wrinkled fabric, right? Yeah. So that's not easy. No, it, it it's really, really well done. I mean, th- this figure, everything about it is perfect. And they even did a good job of matching her boot plastic, which is like obviously. The looked, yellow. The yellow plastic with the painted yellow on her legs. Mm-hmm. Like, they did a great job of matching everything. Because I remember a long time ago on a Cyclops figure. I actually I, think her, that's because the her leg piece is yellow plastic and so is her body. It's the green that is painted. Oh, then I'm, I'm, then I'm talking about up here then. Because this isn't, this is painted oh. up on her chest. That looks like painted yellow. And they did a good job of matching all of it. Now, if it's all yellow, then maybe I'm just completely wrong, and that's why it matches really well. But no, I think it's all yellow. Like it's, it still looks, yeah, like it's it's the green that is painted. Oh, all right. You guys might be right. Well, then that's but why it, I like it so much. Either way, they 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 planned it really nicely. And that's the thing: the green doesn't look like See, a, you, a muted green. It looks like a really good green. And if you can't even tell what's 
plastic because it's colored plastic or what's painted that they did a great job. Yeah, then they did do a great job. No, this is by far of the entire wave. Rogue is my favorite figure. I have seen the cable. I haven't purchased the cable yet. What what's your opinion of the cable one? The face bothers me a little bit. I don't know. Like the the concept for the face looks good, but the actual face that you end up getting, I don't know. It I think it's the mouth that doesn't really look like it's a little off. But I'm being really picky at this point. Like it's not. No, I, and that's what we everything that we're talking about. We're really nitpicking. Yeah, because we're we're trying to sit here and review them. But I mean, the, these figures are probably some of my favorite figures that I've seen. Even the build-up... I mean, I don't intend to finish Juggernaut because I'm not completionist on this wave. But it's made me think about actually buying the pieces off eBay and just putting them together. Yeah. Because it's... The the, the size of the Juggernaut leg is literally about two-thirds the size of Rogue. So, I mean, they're, they're getting the sizes down on these build-up figures much better, which is nice. The Kitty Pride figure. I, I haven't bought her because... I'm kind of hoping that maybe she'll come down on a sale. <laughs> but what what's your opinions of her? Of the ones that I've bought so far, she's probably my least favorite. Okay. Just because the Kitty Pride that I think of is the one with the the poofy curly hair, and that's kind of the but but I overall it's still a pretty good figure. Like I think it uses pretty much the same body as except for the top part as uh, Phoenix. It's nice that it comes with a little dragon. Yeah, I mean, I, what I really liked about her is her face. They did a really good job on her face. I mean, I know sometimes with the female figures, they will have some issues sometimes with the face, but they did a really good job on her. Yeah, and I feel like her eyes are, are better placed than some of the other ones were. And I know the Wolverine. I, I know neither of us have it in hand, but I have seen Wolverine um, at conventions where he's really overpriced. Yeah. And I, I really like Wolverine. I've seen him in stores, and when these uh, Marvel Legends figures come out, a, a really good place to look for him is Walgreens for some reason, because like I've, that's where I've seen the most, the closest to being complete um, set being at Walgreens. But the the Wolverine looks really good. The thing that bothers me is the lower torso. I don't like the way the legs attach to it. Like the, for lack of a better term, the underwear p- portion of it. I feel like it. I don't know, it's just set up really weird. Like the the body type they used for the X-Force Wolverine, which I also which I have already. I feel like they did that portion better on that one, but for mo- the most part like the face and the the upper body and the arms look really nice. Yeah, I mean I I did finally see him in a GameStop. They had him priced at 22.99, so I was just hoping to see if I could, you know, find him closer to the 19.99. I can see why this Wolverine is being purchased as quick because normally Wolverine hangs around the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, they normally produce a ton of them and he just sits there. So I can, from actually seeing him, I, I can know why he's actually moving is because he is a well done figure. I mean, obviously having this 80s, 90s style is helping as well, but they they did do a really good job putting him together. So uh, I'm glad to see that even a character like Wolverine has gotten a really good touch. Well, I, I think they, the style they chose is also like the most loved style, I would say. No, you're you're absolutely right. Like when you think of Wolverine, you think of this suit or you think of the yellow um, and blue. Uh, yeah, the one from the 90s cartoon. Yeah, it's either one of those that you think of. The, the Deadpool figure, now I know you haven't had a chance to see him in stores, right? Right. He is awesome. And man, did they load him up with accessories. There's a reason he didn't get the Juggernaut build a piece, but they loaded him up with so many accessories. It is awesome. You get 
two swords, a taco, his, his uh, you know, beat up face. <laughs> you get a bazooka with like a boxing glove in it. You get two pistols. You get what looks to be like two machine guns. I mean, they loaded this guy up. And I mean, you can put both of his pistols into his belt. Like, it, it, it is a fantastic figure. Like, that X-Force Deadpool that we have, this thing blows it away. I, I'm, I'm not actually holding him because he's so hard to find right now, which I'm hoping will change. I'm hoping he'll become easier to find. You know, I hope they re-release more of these X-Men figures because they're just really well done. But... If you see this Deadpool and you like Deadpool, highly recommend this Deadpool. Well, and these, I, I feel like these are going to be restocked a couple times because I, this one seems to sell, have sold faster than all the other Marvel Legends I've seen. Well, it definitely this this year I can tell alone they've they've done a really good job on the the Legends figures. Um, I, I've been pretty happy overall. I mean, I haven't been buying as many Legends figures this year because I. I kind of went crazy previous years, so I kind of slowed back, especially with as much as Star Wars stuff that's coming out. But I really like what they did with this wave, and that's why I knew I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I knew we had a, a decent amount of the figures, so it was worth talking about on the podcast. So if you see them, I would say get them, especially the rogue. this rogue. I mean, this mm. rogue is phenomenal. If you have extra cash, then maybe think about the Phoenix, but definitely get the rogue because she's the best. Well, and one. if you have that extra cash, get that Deadpool. Yeah. Because the Deadpool, I would get over the Phoenix. But man, the Phoenix, it's just great to finally see them have the make do on Phoenix because this was supposed to come out with Jean Grey that we got a long time ago. <laughs> so, and I've had that Jean Grey figure sitting up here forever and they just never- Shouldn't Deadpool come with a little unicorn? Because it seems like a lot of people always cosplay him in a unicorn suit. Or I think that would make sense if they made a movie Deadpool. Yeah, like a figure. Movie. But I thought won't. he was kind of supposed to kind of look. I feel like parts like... of him are supposed to feel like the movie, but you know they don't let Fox or, have. Or does movie. the movie look like the comic? That. Well, it, it's probably more like that, actually, Andrews. The movie looks like the comic. That's why people liked the comic. Yeah, they didn't really the change much about Deadpool. Like, movie-wise, his look was pretty... His, it was a great movie. Right we, we talked about that on our podcast, yeah. so it was great. That movie's great. Did you want to talk about the Ryu Amiibo? So this is an old Amiibo that came out. But Target had it for $6, so it's new to us. Yes, it's new to us, because it was $6.48 on so sale. half price, basically. Yeah, half price, and so this thing is a beauty. Yeah, he's pretty badass looking. Like, I haven't opened my Amiibo yet. I just, I normally do, I just haven't had a chance to open it. His sculpt, he looks exactly the way the Street Fighter artwork always looked. Like, very bulky and big, and his face isn't bad. Everything is nicely done. You you, you compare this the to little. He, they got the oh, I mean, yeah, the they, symbols on his belt. Yeah, they get the the um Japanese writing on his belt down there. I mean, it's it's awesome. You, you compare this to Marth when they were releasing <laughs> yeah. these amiibos early on, and it's just amazing what they've done. Marth and his candy corn face. Exactly. Yeah, like day and night, right? It's it's huge difference. Which is making me really hope that we are still getting the cloud because they yeah. haven't said anything about it. I know they haven't made an announcement about that because they're they're supposed to make the cloud and Bayonetta, right? Yep, and Corin. Yeah, and they haven't really. They've been silent about those. I'm hoping so. that what it is is there's rumors that they're they're porting 
that Super Smash Brothers to the NX, and that that what they're doing is they're holding off that announcement with the Amiibo announcement, so that hopefully when they we start hearing about the NX finally, that that's one of the things they're going to bring up. Yeah, I, I and I think honestly, I think they are porting it because this Smash Brothers has made a huge dent in the fighting game community so it it just makes sense that smash brothers would be ported to the nx because not that many people got to play it because obviously the wii u wasn't the hit that they wanted it to be well yeah like this smash brothers is like neck and neck with melee at this point and melee was like the juggernaut of the smash brothers series for the longest time yeah i mean that's all you really see at conventions is you see melee being played on GameCubes and you see smash brothers wii u being played that's that's what you see i mean that's pretty much what it is when it comes to amiibos so not to um brush it up or anything but um i guess we probably have a little bit of time to talk about the attack on titan game which bobby hasn't played and i haven't seen but andrew you've played it so can you just tell us like a little bit about it or what are your impressions of the game well i want to start off by saying just because the people that did Dynasty Warriors did this game does not make it a Dynasty Warriors game because that it does not feel like a Dynasty Warriors game at all because you're not facing hordes of things. You're actually focusing on specific things. And you the really cool thing is it follows the anime really well in the sense that you can't save everyone. It, it bothers me still that I see that somebody dies on the, uh, um, uh, in the mini-map. It'll pop up every time somebody gets killed by a titan. It'll say somebody died, and it'll show you where they died on the map. And it's just like, I want to save everybody. But it's <laughs> it's it's like the anime that you, you can't, that most people die. It's the tough choices. Yeah. Try to save all the people you can, but you're not going to be able to save everybody. Uh, word of caution, though, if you don't want to get spoiled by some things that are happening, like if you're just following the anime strictly... You're not reading the books if you don't want to get spoiled. The main storyline covers the just the anime, so there's nothing to worry about there. But after the credits, like once the credits start rolling, turn off your TV, let them run through, and don't watch anything else because they show one of the Titans that's going to be like kind of a big reveal later on in the anime. Oh, do they? Yes. And you also, oh, wow. after the credits, you can go through and fight additional missions and the first one has you fight that titan so i would recommend staying away from that if you're planning on getting this game okay Um, then i will stay because i am i am anime only i am not reading the books i the anime is so good that i've been waiting waiting patiently the uh but the way they cover the story i liked a lot like i almost enjoyed watching that over watching the anime really yeah there's there's a few things that they left out from the anime, but there's also a few things that they put in there that the anime didn't, which was like, they talk more, you get to play more of Levi's missions, what what's going on before he comes back to the town. Oh, cool. So it's like you're playing, you're, you're getting the same story as what was in the, the anime, but actually getting some more if you missed it from the, the manga. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Like, I didn't read the... I picked up the manga right after the anime left off, so I didn't because I didn't feel like going back and like I already got the, most of the story. So I, maybe it's in there. I know that there is a manga that's strictly Levi, and that's probably oh what, okay. That's might be where it's from. Yeah, that's probably where it's from. But yeah, like the it overall the game is fun. It, I would compare it more to like Spider Man, the uh, the Spider Man Two game 
where you have this big open city and you swing around in it because like that's how you maneuver through the town for the most part is actually swinging between when there's buildings and then when there aren't buildings you can uh ride horses which is i find it easier just to use the boost because there's also a boost thing you can get and depending you can upgrade your gear as well so depending on the gear that you have you upgrade it to have to hold more the the uh the air pressure and to make it last longer so you you do switch gear as you do have to like change your air tanks and your swords in battle too just like in the anime oh cool trying to think what else important to touch on but overall i i'd say it's it is it is worth the play um there's really not much coming out right now so if you're looking for something to play that is and you're a fan of attack on titan i would i would recommend it and so it's 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 you know it is a niche game so it's and it's still worth the the sixty dollar price tag. I think so. There's content there. There's enough content there. I think. About how many hours did you put in to beat it? I don't know because I played it all last weekend. Oh well, I mean, if you played an entire weekend, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's that's the span of most games these days. Yeah, I mean that's a lot, especially for an, a niche title. I mean, so. you're doing a lot of the same stuff, but. You know, it's it's one of those games where I didn't really it didn't really bother me that I was. Is it kind of? It's I mean, I, I kind of put that in the vein of the Deadpool game. You're you're doing a lot of the same stuff, but you're having so much fun doing it that it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, and like, it's games typically don't maneuver this way. The way you maneuver in this game. So it uh, overall, yeah, I'd say it's, even though it's the same thing over and over again, it's not really that boring. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I mean, there are okay. there are times where you can turn to the tight air and Titan. So, oh, there's you mean small issues with camera and stuff like that? No, I mean like you actually do turn into the Titan and then you you play it more as. Oh, oh, oh! I, <laughs> you mean when you're you're Aaron and you turn into yeah his Titan? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, that would make sense if it's following the story. Then cool. Look forward to playing it. Okay. Well, I think that's about all the time we have for today. I just want to mention in passing, we did talk about Amiibos briefly. And if you like custom Amiibos, you might want to go check out Ganda underscore Chris with a K on Instagram because she does really awesome custom Amiibos and um, all kinds. And they look phenomenal. So if you're into that sort of thing, you might want to check her out or give her a follow. But thanks for listening, and until next time, bye. 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 Bye Bye-bye.